Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Bibliotheques and Discussion. Today, I've had the great pleasure of being joined by Irish photographer Norman McCloskey. Good evening, Norman. Hi, Ewan. How are you? It's good to um, be here. Yeah, thank you very much for your time. Uh, great to have you on to uh, to chat about your new book, uh, Kingdom. Um, but before we get into talking about your your latest work, it'd be great if you could give everyone a, an introduction to your photographic journey and background, Norman. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm a landscape photographer based in the southwest of Ireland. Uh, I've been photographing here for, uh, this is my 30th year. Um, during that time, I've done everything from study photography to go on and work as a freelancer and then work in the industry for 18 years in an agency, uh, more or less in a management role rather than as a photographer. Yep. But all that time, I uh, kept, you know, photographing the landscape um, about nine years ago now i published my first book yeah. uh, which is called Parklight, and uh, that led on to a lot of things and it led me to eventually kind of leaving my well-paid full-time job in in the agency of photography and going out on my own yeah which is a bit of a risk uh, but it was great um, and then i opened uh, my gallery that same year here in kenmare so i make my living from uh, selling my uh, my work uh, i don't do youtube or workshops or yep. I'm not sponsored by anyone or anything like that. It, it's really just me, my work and my books. Yeah. Um, and I guess since I, I started working my first book about 12 years ago, all my work has been based around uh, book projects, cool. uh, which in turn feeds into the gallery a little bit. I do some separate work for the gallery at times. Yeah. Um, but uh, in 2018, I published my second book that was Bera. And now I've just recently released um, the kind of follow on from that, which is Kingdom. And um, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell, really. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, again, it's another interesting journey. It's always fascinating to hear how everyone has gotten from where they started and where their interest first began in photography to to where they are now and, and what everyone does. And it's always really interesting just to see how everyone's background varies, but at some point it, it becomes a an all-consuming passion um, for, for, for many people. But yeah, as you say, you've just you've recently published your third book, Kingdom, um, which I suppose kind of is is your story of of your your life in Kerry. Would that be a fair a fair way to sum it up? Uh yeah, it's it's kind of it's almost a, an homage to you know this place which I'm not originally from here. I, yeah. I've lived here for for thirty years, but I'm originally from the city and you know kind of a working class housing estate uh, a million miles away from where <laughs> I live now. And um, you know the move here as a young man, um, really not knowing what he was doing, yeah. and eventually discovering photography uh, almost pretty soon after I moved here. To be honest with you, um, has led to me having, you know, the most amazing life, really. I'm, you know, very privileged and lucky to have a, a career now as, as a landscape photographer, as any type of photographer would be great. But as a landscape photographer, that was always my dream from day one, which I, I didn't even really think was possible, but here I am. So the book, um, you know, works on a lot of levels, uh, yeah. you know, on, on a kind of on a level here to, to to some to a lot of people here in Ireland and so on, it's you know it's a nice book of Kerry, you know, uh, yes. books of images of of this you know magnificent place. Um, but you know, for me, it was a far more personal approach. Um, it is uh, it does really tell the story of my time here and my my journey in the landscape and the type of experiences that I I suppose mean the most to me and the type of images that 
you know I now uh, am more comfortable making yeah um I guess if you know if it's not completely kind of autobiographical because you know there's there's a, a real progression from the the type of photographer I was maybe 15 20 years ago to to what I am now absolutely um you know and I'd hope you'd you know, you'd, you'd need to see a progression over that time, I think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it, it does it does tell that. And it is a very personal one. I mean, the, the, you know, every image really means something to me. There's there's no fillers in there. Yeah. And, you know, where I live is, you know, it's kind of the tourist capital of Ireland. Um, it's it's a big draw for photographers, for for tourists, sightseers, everything. It's pretty spectacularly beautiful place. So there's dozens and dozens of well-known, iconic um, views yeah. and Instagrammable spots and, you know, but I didn't set out to make a book like that. There was no point in that because every year someone does bring out a, a kind of, you know, a nice, kind of, yeah. yeah, a touristy book. Uh, this was my own personal experience of the landscape. So while it was unavoidable that I was going to go to some of these places yeah. and photograph these iconic um, locations, uh, I really did, um, you know, approach it that I had to do it really from from my own personal point of view and making images that I am, you know, more comfortable with and that I want to, you know, express myself rather than just simply saying, here is this place, here is the next place yeah. and so on. And, you know, I, I think some people might be surprised that there's, you know, a lot of omissions in there. They might expect to see a book in Kerry and think, well, he has to have X, Y and Z in there. But they're not there. Yeah. Um, and instead, there's there's a lot of focus on, I guess, the elements of the landscape. Um, and I realized that, you know, the landscape is more than just this big grand vista. It's it's you know there's a number of elements that come in together. Whether it's the weather and the light and the texture and the the grasses and you know, um, so I, I've been drawn to kind of highlighting those elements and. It, it's it's really interesting because it's it it does tend to be quite evocative for the viewer uh, and it does make them think a little bit more um so you know rather than photograph you know the really well-known view from a certain beach i tended to kind of be you know lying down flat yeah. photographing the rushes and so on and and that you know just the elements of uh, that would maybe uh, yeah. kind of make people think a little bit more. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think it's a wonderful book. The the selection of images is fantastic, which I'm sure we'll, which I'm sure we'll touch on. But I love the variety, and as you say, it's not just about the big vistas, which I'm sure you could have filled the book of those alone and of the well known points that so many people would come to expect. It is actually your your personal connection to it, and and I love the combination of the some of the the vistas and and the bigger landscapes but also then the more intimate shots and and so and some of just the more unusual the, the unusual shots particularly of of the front doors and the back doors um, I won't try to pronounce where where, where you photographed them, so yeah. I'll probably get it horribly wrong. But I think they, they all tell an important part of the story about about the region and about the area that you're photographing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um I mean th those doors are in a a valley called Borerock. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the names of of uh, here. I mean, it's you have very similar names uh, yeah. in in Scotland. The, the Gaelic is is actually not that uh, dissimilar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of what I focused on is really, as I said earlier, just the elements of the landscape, and that includes 
um, the built heritage as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've never really uh, set out to portray Ireland as, Ireland as some uh, pristine wilderness. Um, and I, I, I think it's very, very difficult to do that and, and to do it with real honesty and authenticity um, by portraying a place. I mean, it, it's done all the time, you know, while just out of shot is a car park or just out of shot, yeah. shot is the gift shop and so yeah. on. <clears throat> Um, and you know, Ireland isn't a wilderness. I mean, 99% of the country is, is someone's farm, uh, yes. if it's not a national park. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's, there's a real, you know, there's an influence on the landscape there from, you know, a, a historical farming yeah. or whether it's modern farming or whether it's animals and, and so on. Um, and you know, when I'm out in the landscape, uh, those elements, I am drawn to them, whether it's you know, walls, fences, gates, lanes, roads, and so on. Um, so I, I am, I do, I, I they are, it's, it is inclusive of, of all those elements. Yeah. Um, and for me, um, I guess, uh, I mean, one of the things with, with, with making, especially my last two books, <clears throat> is because I've had the gallery now for, uh, <clears throat> we're going into our ninth year, uh, or eighth year, sorry. Yeah. Um, I have the luxury of, of not being under pressure to make a book uh, that has to hit a certain mass market out in bookshops and so on. Yes. And also I, I don't necessarily make books for photographers. Um, yeah. okay. so I have, I'm, I, I've been quite indulgent, especially in it started with Bera, where I realized that I could actually sell X amount of books here quite safely in the gallery because people are coming in, they're interested in how I work and they may not want to buy a print. Yeah. So that changed my whole kind of editorial uh, oh. approach to it. And yeah. I realized, actually, you know, I don't have to follow any kind of, I, I can just make the book that I really want to make. Yeah. And I took a real risk with Bera. And I remember the first person I showed it to and she was a designer and she said, oh, my God, you're very brave, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I thought, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And it actually turned out to be a good thing. So with Kingdom again, um, you know, I, I just really just listened to myself about the elements. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, bringing in those elements of, of built heritage and so on tells the true story of uh, of Kerry. It's not uh, a barren wilderness devoid of people. It's it's actually quite populated, but it's very very beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I, I enjoy that and enjoy trying to make a good image out of them. Yeah, absolutely. It adds to the challenge, but uh, as you say, you've got you've got to represent reality, and it's it's not always the case of hidden or glossing over the the as you say the bits that are just slightly out of shot, and and it adds to it. it adds to the story that uh, that you're telling people as well, and um, which is not all the the big flashy Instagrammable uh, locations that people come take their picture, put it on Instagram, and then and then go off again. So I, I think you beautifully capture it. There's there's some yeah, some absolutely stunning shots in here, uh, Norman, which I've I've really enjoyed. Uh, really enjoyed working through working through the book recently, but I'm interested how how did the project come about? Because as you say, you you you're very much or there's a good focus on on book related projects for you. So I'm interested to know. Obviously, you've stayed there for you've stayed in the area for the best part of thirty years. How how did this project come about in terms of the book itself? Um, it's kind of it was a direct follow on from Bera and. Uh, mm -hmm. 
I think that the, I mean, from the few photographers that I've talked to discussed yeah. this with, this seems to be quite a common thing. You're working on a project, you're nearing the end of it, the pressure is yeah. on, but your <laughs> mind is already instantly on to the next one, and I'm yeah. terrible for it. And uh, I was actually, I was actually in the factory, the printers in Italy, printing Bera, and in between the the press pass, the sheets come out. You have a bit of time. Yeah. And uh, I was just furiously sketching down kind of uh, ideas and titles for this book. <laughs> and the other one wasn't even off the press yet. Yeah. And suddenly then I saw this material, which is the material on the cover. Yeah. And I was flicking through a swatch book and I thought, ah, that's that's it. That's what I want for the cover. And, you know, I kind of I think I might have been talking to my wife later on the phone and I said, I've got the material, the cover material for my next book. <laughs> And she said, you are mental, you know, so, but that's how it is. So I, I instantly, I just have the ideas almost that I wanted to, I, I can't let a gap uh, form. It's very hard for me. I feel at least mentally, even if I don't start it straight away that I, yep. that I want to move on. So the next logical one, I mean, uh, Bera was a, a lovely project because, um, I live, I look across at the Bera Peninsula. I can be on the peninsula in, you know, 15 20 yeah. minutes drive easy access and i really enjoyed that uh that idea of of you know just working uh closely and so on yeah. but really the 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 crucial thing with with bearer and i think the success of of it and how happy i was it was it was the sense of connection yeah and i just felt that that was really authentic and true yeah and um i just saw it all of a sudden like I, I really stayed true to this is the landscape that I'm feel a genuine and, and, you know, real deep connection with. to. Um, I didn't really want to move away from that. And then, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, the next obvious one would be to do an overall one of, of you know, the County of Kerry. Yeah. Um, I, I've kept them geographical. Um, so it was a very simple and easy um, choice for yeah. me. Um, it was a bit different than my previous two books because they were the first of that anyone had ever done a photographic book study on, whether it was our premier national park yeah. or the Barra Peninsula, mm -hmm. whereas Kingdom or whereas Kerry, there is, um, well, you know, there's a couple of, couple of books a year that come out on it. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to revisit the locations that I've been going to for the last 30 years. And I wanted to take the opportunity to explore uh, new ones. Um, so I pretty much started um, almost, you know, straight away as soon as, you know, the initial rush of Barra was, was over. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel I need to do that to just get out and just give, get a feel for ideas. Yeah, um, see I was, how it flows and how it works. Yeah, I was quite excited, and and there was a great uh, creative uh, buzz and flow uh, from Bera and the reception it got, and I just felt uh, quite energized by it, and I didn't really want to leave room for anything else to creep in there. Yeah. Um, I know that when I start a book project, it, it's pretty much going to be all encompassing, and I know that there's no risk then of anything you know very blatantly commercial you know, getting in the way, um, yes. the gallery that has to keep working. And I, I do, uh, it keeps me, you know, incredibly busy, but you know, I, I'll, you know, I'd pretty be sure that the majority of the work I'm going to do over the, 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 the length of a book project 
is going to be for that book. Yeah. It's not going to be, you know, in, you know, I'm not going to be shooting for the gallery as such, which yeah. I don't do. Um, so it's really nice. So it, you know, it just, it, it was a natural flow on from it. Um, and again, you know, I, I live here. So, you know, the idea of traveling and, uh, and I think that was, that, that was just so easy decision to make. And of course, during COVID, I mean, it, it was supposed to be initially a two year project. COVID came along and then made it a four year project, yeah. which was the best thing ever. You know, it was, I really, I just stopped and I, I slowed down and I actually, you know, we had, I'm sure you did as well. We had travel restrictions here in yes. Ireland. There were yeah. at times they were pretty severe. You could only travel within 5k of your home. I was very lucky to wear my 5k, you know, you had Thank the you. sea, mountains and forests. <laughs> so I, I had everything. Um, but it did mean that I, I started to explore very, very close to home and, and, and parts that I had overlooked. And um, that whole time was, you know, very transformative anyway. And I kind of, I just slowed down and yeah. I just began again, really to reassess what type of pictures I wanted to make. I was yeah. slightly concerned whether this actually made a book or not. Um, but in the end, I think it, it came together in the edit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I very much agree. And you, you, I know you, you photographed everything new for the book, didn't you? So what you, you weren't using images that you previously shot. It was all, it's all been captured in the last four years. What was kind of the reason behind that decision? Is, is it more just to represent the the work that you want to present now? Yeah. No. There, there are. <clears throat> excuse oh, there me. Are. There are some. There yeah. are some images uh, that that. Uh, so, so the intention was to shoot everything fresh and new. Okay. But then I realized that, you know, the more personal this uh, um, approach and the more personal the making book uh, became to me and the, yeah. the, the realization that actually what I'm doing here is I'm telling a story of my relationship with this landscape. Um, the more I couldn't really ignore some, some uh, images that were uh, very, very special to me very very special moments and quite instrumental in in progressing me and and yeah. you know i felt that there's a there was no way i was ever going to replicate some of those moments yes. again they were they yep. were just simply one-offs so there's there's possibly eight or nine images which cool. i would 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 be from the gallery collection as such yeah um and they give a nice uh, a fuller picture but every Everything else um, was uh, photographed anew because basically I, I was, a, you know, I was a different photographer than I was um, yeah, you know, eight or change. nine years ago. Yeah. And I, I really loved that idea of, of going out and I really loved um, recognizing that. I really loved recognizing that I would be in a location or I would be out in conditions and so on. And, you know, not boastfully or, or feeling that I was the bee's knees or anything, but just kind of knowing myself that eight years ago, I would have made that image. But now I'm, you know, Thank here you. I am turning my back on it and looking at something else, you know, yeah. um, pink sunrises and all that kind of stuff and spectacular everything. It, you know, I was looking for much, much something else, much quieter and deeper images, I think that reflected me. Yeah. Um, so, so that was really interesting. And the more I did that, the more I found that was quite interesting and it actually kept me interested in the in the idea of it um so that fueled it and you know i could have had 
uh, easily an entire book uh, with all new images. I could, to be honest with you, I could have had two books out of this. I, I photographed yeah. so much. So much. Yeah, it, it was hard um, leaving out well, quite it. a so, few images. So how, how, how did you approach it? Because obviously four years on your own backyard, so to speak, you have a very much, you have very strong ideas in mind of, of the story and the narrative you're wanting to tell. So how, how did you make the, the vital cut in and and what was what was your decision making process that you went through it to say well yes this is what i want to show and and these ones don't quite uh, don't quite tell that story um it, it it emerges um through 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 the edit and and i will i will kind of i will do some very very light level uh editing or selection process as i as i shoot as in yeah. i will flag images and yeah. so on and i will i will know that you know, either that's in the bag, that's a keeper, and they very rarely are in the early stages. Yeah. Uh, at least in my head, they're not. <laughs> and a, a lot of them will be marked as down for reshooting. Yeah. Um, and I'd have the fully intention of going back and perfecting that image. But of course, the reality is it, it, it rarely happens. <laughs> so I, I would, I, you know, I would do kind of rough passes about in, in year, you know, for this about year two, I did my first kind of serious edit where I will begin to print off the pictures as five by sevens and I yeah. will put a storyboard up on the wall and I've always done that um, and I find that that's the the best way um, of really begin you know seeing where patterns emerge seeing, seeing where a narrative is emerging Absolutely. and also maybe identifying gaps I wasn't I wasn't as good as and successful as identifying the gaps I still let that be a very organic process. Yep. Um, and I, I, a lot of the time I didn't plan any shoots for this book at all. I, okay. I had a, I had a rough idea of places that I wanted to go and see. Yeah. And, and I had a plan to spend time in certain areas and, you know, I would, you know, I, I booked a house a couple of times over in the Dingle Peninsula and deliberately stayed there for a week in order to, yeah you know, immerse myself in it. Okay. It's only an hour and a half drive from my house, but when you're there and when you're, when you're staying there, you really begin to experience it's a it. It's a different experience. Yeah. So, um, you know, over time then, um, I, I, you know, some, some patterns uh, emerged and I guess, uh, probably about, you know, six, seven months ago, I would begin to do the kind of, final sequencing and so on um and when i say final i mean my 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 last time saying right i'm going to start this yeah yeah um, <laughs> it, it ends up being a process right up until the very end yeah um and uh, there are times when it was it was very different there were times when certain pairings and uh, certain images were absolute guaranteed yeah. and then uh, over time um you realize that you know, you just kind of have to stop and listen to the story uh, as much as you like an image. Yeah. And this happened quite a lot. I, there were certain images that I really loved, yeah. but they just didn't, they didn't say anything about A, my experience in Kerry, and they didn't really say too much about me. Um, there were some images which were hard fought uh, or hard won and yeah, I went through a lot to get, and you kind of end up being emotionally attached to them, invested in kind of thinking, yeah. you know, that was a you know bloody hard image to get, and I and I I was really, you know, 
I persevered there and I got it. And you kind of think that that means something, but actually, um, you're the you, only, you're you, the only person who knows that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you have to kind of detach yourself from a little bit. Um, and you know, it, it just started to, it's, it's a slow process and you, yeah. you know, I would do, I think I did maybe a dozen different edits, uh, over those six months. Uh, and you end up having folders called final, 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 final <laughs> yeah. edit. De- um, this is definitely the final edit. Uh, yeah. This is definitely the final edit take two. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's human nature. It's the way we all work. It's like every time when you've got them pinned up on your on your board, every time you walk past, you'll, you'll maybe pause and stop and think, what would it look like if those two images were switched around? You switch them around yeah. and a couple of days later you come back and no, actually they, they work the right way around and, it's it's always interesting to hear you, you you talk about the grapples with the with the images you desperately want to 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 sneak into sneak into the body of work, but actually the ones that you reluctantly have to accept, they don't they don't yeah they don't I add, mean they don't add anything to it. It's it's interesting because uh, I, I did a couple of I did a couple of things. One of the things that I would I would always try and do, and I'm always open to doing, is uh, collaborating. And yeah. and getting another pair of eyes on the book, yeah. it's a it's a risky thing to do. I've I've done it um, in the past and had a very negative experience okay. where you know just right. I've just asked the wrong person, the wrong yeah. people, and yep. they they just have their own ulterior motives. <laughs> but you know this time around, um, and I've done I've done wonderful things like I've done um, uh, uh, bookmaking workshops, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So I did one in London with uh, Stuart Smith, who's a fantastic guy. Cool. And then for Bear, I, I worked with Eddie Ephraim, so I went oh, over right, to him yeah. for a while. Yeah. And this time around, I had Eddie on board as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, just for kind of bouncing ideas off and feedback and maybe some technical, um, you know. But then I, I, I showed it to, I sent it to, I asked a couple of photographer friends of mine who, you know, I would kind of, trust and i'd say look are you interested in kind of giving me an honest Opinion. feedback yeah. and you know I, I was pretty sure that they would and the feedback i got was was really good um it was it was great in that uh it wasn't all um you know blown smoke up my ass they were yeah. willing to say look i i think these ones are strong but i think this is weak yeah and it was fantastic because that it it, it aligned exactly with what i was thinking so yeah. instantly, the, the the ones that I was hovering over, pressing delete, you know, for so long, thinking I don't, I'm not quite sure. As soon as I got this feedback, it was boom, they're gone. Yeah, that's you know, it. and I was I was so glad. So yeah. that's always it. That's always a useful thing to do because look, I self publish my books. Yeah, uh, I don't have an editor, which is always a bit of a dangerous um, thing to do. You know, your ego could run wild, and <laughs> who who keeps you in check? Yeah. Um, but I don't think I could. I don't think I could leave a selection of images and a sequencing of images and the design of the book completely over to someone else. Um, yeah. You know, so it was, uh, it was an interesting process. And it, then, it, you know, it just emerged along with the, the help from, you know, a few other people who were uh, looking in on it. Um, and, you know, it was then I, I just, I suppose I, f- I fell back on things that I, I learned in art college, you know, twenty uh, something years ago, which was the idea of of, of pairing images and juxtaposition and yeah, yeah. Um, images that complement each other, 
And I don't know whether anyone would get it, but there's actually a little bit of humor in there as well. Um, so I, I really, really enjoy the pairing uh, process. Uh, that's that's something that yeah, I really liked. It's it's a very rewarding process as well. Once you once you begin to look at the pairs and you think, yeah, those they really complement each other. They work really well. And and I think I I totally agree. I go back when you talk about yeah, getting a, a fresh pair of eyes. And as you say, it's getting the correct pair of eyes. Someone who knows you and knows and knows a bit about your work and. And can give you an honest opinion because, as you say, as you say, it's when when all of a sudden someone who you, you can trust their feedback says, "Yeah, this image maybe just isn't quite the right one." And as you say, you know in the back of your mind that it's maybe not the right one, but it's just, it's, I suppose, it's just a bit of reassurance that actually what you're thinking is how other people are viewing, how, how other people will view the work as well. And all of a sudden, you can just begin to sharpen up and, and tighten up some uh, some small areas of the book. It's not to say that what their feedback is is all correct and you don't necessarily take it all on board, but it's good just to get a bit of reassurance that um, you that other other people are seeing the work in the same way as you are because they don't have an emotional connection to the images as you do. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, some of it was, you know, that you know, one of the one of the chaps kind of, you know, didn't like my favorite pairing, you know, and he kind of said, "Well, I think these should go," and and it was great because I just said, "Well, absolutely no way, oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> like they're staying and and they're they're my two favorite." So yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah, but. I, I felt I needed that because I thought, well, if they were all just agreeing with what I was thinking myself, then that's not going to work. Absolutely. Uh, so, so you need a bit of that, and then you you need to be uh, either um, you know open to their suggestions and yeah. be big enough to to take it on board, um, or uh, resilient enough to go. Actually, no. Um, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> or, or whatever, or, or that, that, that I just like it. it. Yeah. At, the, at the end of the day, it's it's purely someone's opinion. I I quite regularly get sent drafts of people's books, etc., to have a look at, and I always start by saying, "Look, this is purely just my opinion. It's it's. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying whatever I say is not right or wrong. It's just the way." I, I see the work and and it's the same it's the same it's like it's then up to the individual photographer to determine what what they agree with if they agree with anything um, and for them to take take on board the feedback to to I suppose help and improve their own body of work but yeah so it's, it must be an interesting one when someone when someone doesn't particularly uh, agree with your favorite pair but it ju it just shows you the variation in how people see the same same sets of images yeah and um I, I mean, it, it like, and you know that that the particular chap who had said that I, I you know, hugely respect, and <laughs> you know, and he and he just you know sent me the most lovely message when he when he got a copy of the book and yep. really loves it and everything, and yeah, it, 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 it's 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 difficult because I suppose when someone, um, when someone asks you your opinion like that, and I think they were uh, both felt. Um, you know that it was a, a really nice thing they wanted to do yeah i think you you'll feel that well look i'm, I'm not just gonna you know say everything wants to hear i, I want to absolutely you know, give constructive opinion you know and yeah who's to say then they may not change their mind or they yeah. might understand um the sequencing a little bit different when they see it in the context of everything else and so absolutely. it's hard sometimes when you're looking at a pdf um, yes yeah it's very different but, but uh no it was it was interesting but i think um you know, you have to, you have to be sure of yourself. You have to really know yourself. I mean, I, I, I have, you know, seen books at times and I just kind of feel, 
is this really you or are you making the book you think you should be making yeah. uh, or has a publisher you know pushed you it pushed you down a certain road and uh, it's a risky thing um you know as i said it's uh, i have i have the luxury of of you know knowing that look if i if this didn't if this didn't do well in other areas um you know as long as my gallery is open and as long as it keeps me busy um it's just going to sell away in there yeah uh, but thankfully you know it's it's it is out there in the wider world um and, doing well. and i find it i i just i still find that quite amazing really that you know i mean today we we shipped off another lot books have gone to brazil kuwait Fantastic. All, all these bizarre and i, I kind of think what is someone thinking over there that a book yeah. of images of carry you know um <laughs> And I just think that's amazing. And that's one of the most wonderful things about a book um, yeah. is that photography can just travel in, in a way that personally I love the most. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I really enjoy going to see exhibitions, but you know, you, you, you chances are far and few between, Indeed. but a, a book, um, hence why I'm on your show and, and, <laughs> and, and, and listen to it quite a, quite a lot books are my passion and I just think it's one of the most amazing ways to experience photography and oh, the, the thought of someone in Brazil coming through this book in a few days time or whatever and looking at Kerry um, having a, a tactile real experience of it is really nice you know yeah. so they're, Abs they're absolutely kind of... and, and, I, and I think for me the book the book is such a tactile experience you can sit down and and, and enjoy it over a period of time you can enjoy it and however in a small dose and a large dose and, and really get a feel and it's so different from viewing things online when you flick through a million rates per knot to actually all just to, to take your time. Yeah. But it, it but it becomes in a tactile experience. So it's not just about the photography, it's also about how it feels and, and all those act aspects of it. So how how obviously you mentioned that you'd spotted your cover material four years before when your previous book was uh, still coming off the press. But how how did you go about designing this, selecting the materials and, and what were your choices and in, in that aspect yeah. of it? I had I had the idea. Um, well, I, I I saw this material. <clears throat> I knew that I knew the title of the book was going to be Kingdom because yeah. I knew it was going to be on Kerry. So the, the 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 title relates to the fact that the counties of Ireland, um, all of them, um, all have nicknames. So right. nicknames is probably a, uh, not the right word. But you know, there's the Royal County and the Wee County, and yes. but uh, the Rebel County is Cork. And I think they're rebels down there. Um, but Kerry is known as the Kingdom of Kerry, or just simply the Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so that's where the title. So I knew it was going to be that, and then I kind of, you know, as soon as I knew it was Kingdom, I, I saw this lovely gold material, and I thought, oh, lovely. you know, there's there's this little play on words there, but it was also very tactile. It it's actually. Um, it, it it actually has kind of flattened out a little bit in the book because I didn't realize the process of um, having to apply it to the, the the cover meant it was going to be rolled. Um, so while there is a little bit of little bit of um, texture in it, uh, initially it was kind of far more textured. But cool. the 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 islands and the sea, well, they're the skelligs, and it's probably the most synonymous iconic um, view you can see in Kerry. But it's much more than that it's kind of more personal to me um and the idea was that i wanted to kind of create a, almost a negative version of uh Bera, where whereby Bera was black and it had a a small level of uh the copper and 
bronze detailing. Yeah. I wanted to create a flip version of that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, keep it the exact same physical dimensions yep. um, and almost the same uh, uh, page uh, numbering. I wanted to use the same paper, which yeah. ended up being quite a painful experience because uh, had I, I didn't realize that I'd chosen probably the second most expensive paper from the mill oh, right. uh, for Barra. And this time around, uh, I got a serious shock in the cost oh, of right. uh, printing. Yeah, it had gone up. I, I mean, I was expecting maybe 30 or 40%, uh, but my printing costs went up by 100% uh, for almost physically identically the same book. Same. Um, but you know, it it it's the the continuity of that is is really interesting. I I, I love um, Paul Hart's work, um, yep. yes. you know, farmed and drained, and I love the idea of I have those books, and and yeah. um, I just really like uh, this idea of um, a kind of a body of work, yeah, but with 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 pre presented consistently yeah. in a in a manner, and you instantly you wouldn't even have to look twice at the book. Yeah. and you'd know who it was um so i have a series of books in mind um and i i like the idea of maybe possibly producing them in this manner. i also like the upright um format uh, format for a landscape photography book because i i mainly i shoot predominantly squares and yeah, panoramics and it, it does work um and then as i said the paper choice well i wanted to keep the same paper um it's uh, garda pat chiara and it's a it's a beautiful paper in hand. It's um, is a very very slight coating on it, but nothing. Um, nothing and much. it just seems to, it seemed to take um, the ink uh, really really well and 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 reproduce my images this time around. Um, I think I've I think we've definitely improved on on Bera. It's my first time using the paper. Yeah. Um, and this time around, I I really didn't want to leave anything to chance. So. You know, I did a lot of work on the images and testing, and then we did a wet proof where, right. yeah. you know, you actually get an actual printed sheet. Yes. And from that, then, you know, I made uh, further adjustments. Um, now, um, my designer was asking me about this, you know, what was the process? And, and it really wasn't, it wasn't anything, you know, there was no formula to it. I, I simply was like, you know, just making a, a judgment call on what I felt. I needed to adjust the images by and it was it was absolutely amazing to walk into the the press and see the first page come off and see everything Brilliant. just absolutely you know Perfect. spot on yeah that Brilliant. was really nice um but yeah so the idea i liked i liked the kind of tactile the the, the foil blocking on the cover I, I love the idea that a book should be tactile i just yes. feel um you know when yeah. you pick it up um and you're you're thumbing through it i have seen and I recently got a couple of books that I was really looking forward to seeing work and just printed on, you know, just very thin coated paper. And just, re I just feel very, I don't know, there's a, it's a it bit of a disappointment different. when you see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's a hard thing to, to get right all the time. I mean, my, my first book myself, I, I, it's not anything that I'd stand over now, I guess, but it, it's still, it's, it was still a good achievement for me at the time, being a completely unknown photographer and so on. Um, we, the plan is maybe to do a, a, a reissue and a re-edition of it for the, its 10-year uh, anniversary next year. Yeah. And I think, I think the physical product would, 
would definitely end up being something very different than what it first uh, was. Absolutely, I think I think everyone learns from by from experience to experience. It's like once you've done your first book or zine, whatever size or scale it is, and you go through the process, you you learn and you'll pick up things that you would do differently. And I think we everyone continues to learn from from every single book the every single book zine whatever they publish anything that they do they you build up your knowledge and your experience that you can then take on to the to the next publication or the next body of work that you work on yeah and you you learn an awful lot when you do it yourself yeah i mean um i do, i i you know i think i think when you when you get your books published by someone else i i and you you may know what the what's gone into it and, and what the materials are. You mightn't necessarily fully understand the decision making process in, in choosing those and designing yeah. the book and laying it out like this. So when you have to make, and I work with a, a designer and he's a friend of mine here uh, in the in the town I live in. And he's very good, but it's a, it's a real collaborative thing, you know, yeah. where I'm able to just kind of say, look, this is what I want here. And he's able to just say, okay, leave it with me. And he'll come back and he'll show me something. And, you know, um, I did the, I'll do the layout of it and he's not worried about me stepping on his toes like that. So it's, yes. it's really good. Yeah. So, well. you know, we, we, we all understand every step of the way, the decisions that are made. Um, and, uh, I think you know, if you're if you're not closely involved in those, and if you're not invested in them, and if you're if, if not if you're uh, like me, um, and you s spend half the night worrying about your choice of <laughs> font or something like that, <laughs> and thinking, have you? I mean, it. You know, wh when I was flying over to uh, Italy for the the press pass, yep. you know, you, it's it was like I was flying into. Um, you know, maternity hospital waiting for my firstborn to come out. <laughs> it's a nerve-wracking experience until yeah. you see the first. Um, yeah, the first page come out, and you can then you can relax and you think, "Oh, everything's okay." Yeah, um, and that's really it. so. You there's, you're hugely invested in it, um, and as you said, every time you do one, um, you learn it. You learn more, and yeah. you know. And if you're not trying to improve in it or change in it or do something different. Um, you know, even within the constricted kind of ideas that I have of, of a series of books, yeah. if you're not trying to push it a little bit, then, you know, you, this, you, you're probably going backwards, but uh, yeah. I like, I like the idea of it. And for the next one, you know, we definitely will probably change it up a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely, and you'll take on board, uh, take on board what you've done, and I think you'll, everyone also takes inspiration and ideas from from other books that we see, and and you, there'll be wee ideas that you think, oh, that's a nice wee finishing touch or a nice wee detail or something like that. Yeah. that you think you know, you can begin to incorporate, and as part of the podcast, I'm I'm always really fascinated and interested to, as well as the expense to hear uh, what some of my guests' favorite photo books are, and I know we were discussing beforehand that uh, you were saying yeah it's really quite difficult and most people say you can get it down to about 10 or 15 books and then narrowing it down to the last five is always challenging however five it is so um, i'd be delighted for you to share um today's favorite five photo books as i i'm fully aware that it, it probably changes on a daily basis for most people yeah i, I i'm i'm pretty happy with my selection although it was quite hard yeah. Now, um, I am aware that a couple of these have been mentioned in the past, oh, so that's I, fine. I don't know. I don't know if you have uh, any hard and fast rules. No rules um, at okay. all. So first off, it, it, one that has been mentioned probably many times, and given that he wrote the foreword <laughs> for my book, yeah. um, it has to be Paul Wakefield's The Landscape. 
Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's, I, I just think it's a book that's just going to stand the test of time. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's spectacular. Um, I, I met Paul um, for the first time, I think about 10 years ago. It was at a, an on landscape conference in Regged. Yes. And uh, no, it was actually about eight years ago. And I think we both had books entered in, um, in the International uh, Photography Awards and uh, the landscape came first and my little book came second, runner up to us. And I thought, well, I'll I'll take that. that, Yeah. yeah. And um, I met him at it and he was just such an absolute gentleman and such the nicest guy. Uh, I know you've had him on uh, the podcast and and, uh, really enjoyed that episode. Um, So I approached Paul and, you know, he, said yes straight away to to write the the forward for it but this is a book that it's the strange thing about this book is that every and i i pick it up regularly but for some reason something happens that every time i return to it it's like i'm i'm seeing images for the first time yeah yeah you know and it's like that i hadn't noticed it um it's incredible it never ever gets uh, tiring and i love uh, as well that um you know paul has worked um in this area he's done a lot of work uh, in ireland over the time with um uh, with jan morris and he's on his you know kind of iconic travel book series um so it was great to see uh, some images in there of places that i recognize as well that's always relatable yeah um now, uh, for my second choice, um, it's uh, the book that um, quite literally, without any exaggeration, uh, changed my life. And that's uh, Cape Light by Joel Merowitz. Right. And um, I'm a huge uh, Joel Merowitz uh, fan. And the reason why this book is, it means so much to me, apart from it just being a, 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 a spectacularly beautiful book. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I went to study photography um, cool. in, in Dublin and um, it was a real wrench for me to leave uh, this beautiful town where I was having the time of my life for three years in my early 20s. Um, and I literally left party town to go and be a broke student and uh, in Dublin. And I, I arrived in art college and what I, I guess I didn't realize that first week or two weeks of art college it's all orientation nothing much gets done there's no set anything and we were doing just the most ridiculous stuff of having to go into a room and do improv and you know listen (laughs) i mean we watched derek jarman's blue i don't know if you've ever seen this movie but i thought everyone in the room was losing their mind watching this film (laughs) it's just a blue screen with bongs and i was anyway i started to get really really despondent and then i started to think i'd made a massive mistake right and after after about a week and a half i was trudging into college and uh just thinking what have i done um and i was about to quit and i went into the library of the of the art college and just um was coming around the photography section i hadn't been in there and the first book i saw was cape light um and i picked it up and first thing i noticed was that it was probably one of the most popular books in the section seen as how often it was checked out yep um and i thought okay and i started to look through and i was just instantly struck by it it's absolutely beautiful um joel's work is amazing and you know the fact that it was all on large format um and just this 
incredible sensitive capturing of light. Brilliant. Um, so, and I thought, well, you know, this is a mixture of landscapes. It's a mixture of still life. It's a mixture of portraits. Um, but the landscapes were what got me. And I thought, well, if there's a place for landscapes in this really popular book, in this yeah. art college, then perhaps there's something else. Um, and I started to really just, um, I, I don't know, I kind of, I, I, I became a bit more comfortable with the idea of where I was and what I was, you know, maybe I what wasn't such a yeah. complete fish out of water. And uh, I, then I, I proceeded to spend a lot of time in the library looking at the books and I, you know, I yeah. discovered work of like John Davies and, you know, even as, you know, far out as like Bernd and Hiller Becker and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, you know, even before we were having any lectures, I was kind of getting an appreciation of, of um, Different what you could do in the landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this, this book, the, the, the issue I have, um, I bought it actually a few times. This is a hardback uh, reissue. And I met Joel at a Paris photo. And um, I had sent him, this is a kind of a humble brag story, but I had sent him um, a copy of Berra. As I do sometimes when I bring out a book, I just kind of, I'll pick a few people that I just will send the book to, almost yep. like a kind of a photo, good karma thing, not okay. expecting anything. Yep. Um, but I, I had, um, and it was done through a third party, um, a chap he does business with. Anyway, he rang me from London and said he had dinner with Joel last night, gave him the book, and he didn't stop talking about it for the rest of the dinner, blah, blah, blah. He was going to write to me. We want to do a print swap. I mean, I, I was like, this is just insane. <laughs> anyway, so not a, none of that came to pass. He didn't write to me, and we didn't do a print swap. Yep. But I met him at Paris Photo, and I was, he was doing a talk, which was very you know, the light numbers actually attended it. I couldn't believe it. And afterwards, I just went up and I said, you know, I, you know, I just said hello. And I said, listen, I, I sent you my book. And next minute, you know, the, the kind of recognition went off in his face. And he just gave me this incredible hug and this big, huge kiss on my cheek. And then he was like, he was just, it was incredible. And yeah. everyone else was standing around going, who's this guy? What does <laughs> <laughs> what what this guy know that none of us do? Yeah. And then he took me down to the uh, aperture stand and he introduced me to all of them. And he was very effusively showing them all uh, my book. He, he said, have you got a copy of your book on me? And I, I did. And uh, he was showing them all and they didn't really kind of get it. You know, they yeah. were kind of like, yeah, well, you know, they're very, their work is, you know, apart from Joel's, it's, it's quite artistic and quite, yeah. you know, thematic and so on. Anyway, it was a really, really nice moment. Um, right. And uh, he signed a copy of Cape Light for me. So I'll, I'll move on. Um, next one is actually came out of uh, someone else I met at Paris Photo. And you'll have this one as well, which is um, Jeffrey Connolly's Reverence. Yes, wonderful book. Um, which is just quite simply the most exquisite book uh, that, I've, that I have. I mean, it, it is an absolute work of art from start the, to finish the, the, the paper choice in that is something else the the paper choice the production of it the printing the design but he's he's um his process is is incredible he, he he explained it to me and i didn't quite understand how anyone could you know be so technical and go to so much trouble in making an image um yet produce these wonderfully simplistic beautiful images sure. yeah um 
and he was he was in the um the Nasrani press um booth at Paris Photo uh which also had some Ansel Adam uh Adams prints yeah. now admittedly I went there to see the Ansel Adams prints because I'd never seen one in real life and uh Jeffrey uh standing there and I, I just was, I was trying to look at the Ansel Adams print, which was actually behind him, but I, I kept being drawn to his, this other work. And I was like, this is incredible. What, you know, and he's, he's, a, he's very, very humble guy. I'm really, really I mean, nice guy. Just, yeah. he, he is. Yeah. He's just absolutely just so nice. And I just thought, my God. And I, you know, I had a nice chat with him. I said, right, I wanna, where can I get your book? And he told me there's only a few left. So I literally went online and, and ordered one almost straight away. Um, but I came out of there thinking like this, his work just blew anything that of Ansel Adams had in there <laughs> out of the water. Yeah. I thought that, that, that I wasn't expecting that. Really, really nice and um, really nice guy. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised uh, to see his name pop up in orders for, um, for Kingdom um so i just sent him uh, yes i shipped him off a copy there recently um and uh yeah hopefully i'll get to meet him again in um in person um the next one is admittedly a photographer i I don't actually know a huge amount uh about but i have a a couple of his books and it's i hope i pronounce his name right it's penti samalati yeah yeah and it's uh the here far away book yeah from uh you, you've probably got a copy there have you i don't have a copy of that one but i do have so i do have some of his other stuff um, yeah but yeah the, the was uh, book is is, yeah. is really nice but yeah. this is um this is a spectacular book um i picked it up actually at that on landscape uh conference where i think um had um a little stall and he was yes. selling photo books and it was a good job that I had driven to there because <laughs> I came out of there with three bags of books that Ryanair would have had a freak out about. Yes, um, I was driving. I had I brought my pickup truck over with me at the time. I drove a stupid pickup truck, but um, I brought back three uh, bags of books. I spent literally a fortune, but this is a beautiful book. Yeah. Um, again, it, it's all black and white work. I wasn't aware of him. I think he's is he Finnish? Yes, finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a, a little bit like Cape Light, there is um, a variety of landscapes, of portraits, of still life. Um, yeah. But it's just, um, it's it's beautiful. It's printed on lovely uncoated paper, so the the images is a lovely softness to them. Um, but what I what I love when I'm discovering um, photographers that I haven't heard of, and then I'm really really responding to their work. And then I flicked onto page 68 and I thought, hang on a second, that looks quite familiar. And it's literally some images of down the road for me here. <laughs> uh, so he's obviously, he'd obviously come to Ireland in the eighties, yeah. which was the golden age to, you know, uh, so many photographers um, came here and did some wonderful work that is, I don't know, I'm, I'm really just kind of discovering it. Um, but he has photographed some of my favorite spots and I just thought instantly then there was the connection was sealed with this work. Yeah. Um, so I became more and more interested in it and it's a book that I just pick up um, uh, all the time and just flick through it. It's, it's spectacular. There's 
you know, large, you know, wide format panoramics and everything in it. And it, it's, it's, it's stunning. Um, uh, Joey Lewis. I know, I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is it Dowie Lewis or? Oh yeah. I, I'm Dowie Lewis never, publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who but do it's all, beautiful. Who, they like, do I, all, yeah. They do all of uh, Paul Hart's books. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, but a beautiful book. Um, then the uh, so for how many are we on now? That's four down, one to go. Oh, that's four. Right. Oh. Okay, I, I have actually two on the table, but anyway, uh, Loose by Sandra Bartoka. Yeah, I think you've had Sandra on yes. the show, have you? Yeah, over the summer. Um, yep. Uh, I just I, I love this book because I just I I the the breadth and range of images in it um, is is quite spectacular. Um, I really like um, Sandra's approach, uh, you know, unless you were to really uh, listen to her. And if I, I heard her speak at an event I was at um, and I, I bought the copy of the book then. Yep. But, you know, you would have no idea of what went in to um, physically making this book yeah. and what she and, and uh, uh, the person who name I always overlook, uh, Werner, um, what they, you know, the lens they went to to make this 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 book um, was incredible, and then uh, Sandra's work, uh, you know, it was really the first time in a long time where you know work has just really just caught me and, and just stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, and really uh, nice. really it, it is, it's 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 absolutely beautiful. Um, a real sensitivity to it. I love the idea, you know, of, of just her very abstract close-ups and so on. Um, and uh, I'd have to say, um, you know, I, people use the word inspiring very uh, kind of loosely at times, but there's times where I've felt actually, you know, there's another way of looking at something here. And I've kind of found myself maybe I haven't really done it yet. I haven't really, but it's certainly uh, the, some of my, some of the work that I'd like to do would be a little bit more uh, kind of close ups or intimate. Yeah. Um, cool. And I, I kind of enjoy that that challenge and kind of almost the knowledge of there's a whole other world out there, you know, that, that you could go and photograph. Absolutely. Um, uh, so, and I just recently got her her latest book. Yeah, Rhythm of um, Nature. Yes. And to be honest with you, I've been so busy. I haven't really fully got to, um, got to uh, really get into that, but. You know, I'm saving that for quieter time. Yeah. Um, sadly, I've left Cathedral of the Pines by Gregory Crutzen on the on the table, but we could go on all night. As I'm well, sure. Well, that that, you know. that that that's it. We could go on all night. It becomes very expensive for everyone as they're as they're busy jot, jotting down uh, all the titles to then go and try and find yeah. themselves. I've, I've also um, I've also left out uh, my fellow countrymen, which there are, are many. Uh, fine books on my bookshelf from from irish photographers but uh that was a quandary i had um <laughs> but yeah I, I had to pick five of my that's favorites it. and i was just had to be honest with yeah. myself that's it but I, a great and varied selection it's nice to see that i've got a few of them so it's not going to be too expensive an evening for me but if nothing else it, it's great because it brings up new names for people to maybe explore some some different backgrounds some different approaches uh, to, to how people have presented their work and continue to present their work so uh, yeah thank, thank you for that great selection norman 
Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, I, people are probably sick of listening to me banging on about photo books, but I, I, I would always encourage yeah. um, photographers, and it, it's not just like, oh, buy my book. Um, it, it really is, uh, I think, you know, you, you, can, you can see people who have, who have come to landscape photography through Instagram and stay on Instagram and yeah. just, you know, are stuck in Instagram. And there you can, you can see uh, a kind of this approach and a viewpoint of what photography is. Yes. Um, there's a whole different world out there. You know, there's a whole world of, uh, of, you know, buying one good photograph, photo book and really challenging yourself to, yeah. to, to, to look at it from front to back and get into it and understand it and try and make sense of it and read the book yeah. is, will be far more rewarding than, you know, a lifetime of scrolling. Um, so, you know, I, I do fully, I, I always um, try and encourage people to, you know, to look into photo books and maybe to, um, to kind of push the barriers a little bit and what they might, yeah. you know, what they think, what they might look at or what they, they think they might have find interesting. And uh, yeah. This, your show is really great for that, I have to say, uh, in that I've listened to quite a few recommendations and gone and got got books from photographers that I hadn't known. Yeah. And it's it's really nice to actually when especially when you hear a book that's been mentioned maybe more than once. Yes. And you kind of say, all right, OK, uh, I got to I got to check this one Inve out. Investigate it. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, you're sometimes I'm like, well, it's not usually my thing and it's those books that i actually leave off the shelf and that i have to keep going back to to yeah. go actually there is something here but maybe i'm not just seeing it yet yeah and that, then that, yeah that that's it and i think there's, there's a few names which are mentioned regularly but it's maybe a different book from said photographers and it's always interesting just to hear how different people maybe view different photographers and actually have some personal favorites uh, be it different subject matter but yeah for me it's 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 a way to explore and 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 hear of new names and different genres of photography stuff that i don't shoot but i still love uh, i still love and enjoy enjoy the books and i still get so much from them sure when is your book coming out yeah that's uh, tbc who knows I don't have enough time. For, I, don't, I don't have enough time for doing any of that, to be perfectly honest. But we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, well, you'll be you'll be well placed, and you'll have lots of uh, you know lots of good reference points anyway to, it, to go well, from. Well, that 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 is that is maybe part of the problem. That's that's maybe part of the problem. But at some point, at some point, I'll I'll do something. But uh, yeah, it's uh, for me. It's uh, I I enjoy it, and uh, yeah, it's great to see the variety. And I've got a, a range of a variety of books handmade self-published published all sorts of things yeah um, and it's great to see yeah, the range of sizes and um you get big books small books and lots of photographs small a short number of photographs and there's a place for them all and that that's what i like about it there there is a place for for them all it doesn't need to be big coffee table books it doesn't need to be small zines it can be whatever works for that particularly particular body of work sure yeah well you know, you you have a. I'm sure you have a fine collection, but I have to say, your your resource and what you've done with the bibliotheques and that is 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 fantastic. Thank you very much, um, Yeah. So well done for that, and 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 keep it up, um, because it's. I think it's it's going to be, you know, a great resource. Um, yeah. I hope it doesn't ever go offline or anything, but it's really great to to dip into it and to see. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, to discover new photographers and new work. 
that's it. That that's the hope anyway. So yeah, I enjoy I enjoy doing it. it it's great fun. I, I really enjoy speaking to such a variety of photographers, which has been a real privilege and, and a real pleasure, to be honest. And and hearing everyone's different approach and how everyone sees things ever so slightly differently and, and everyone sharing their experiences. You've published three books. Some people have only mm -hmm. published their first scene. And but I think everyone's got an experience and, and an insight and a story to tell. And, and that that's what I enjoy. That's what I enjoy hopefully putting out there and people seem to keep listening. So uh, I'll keep going for the time being. But, uh, but on that note, Norma, I just want to th thank you very much for your time this evening. It's been a, an absolute pleasure chatting to you. We, we could probably chat for a lot of hours about uh, sure. a whole variety of books, to be perfectly honest. Not that that's a bad thing, but uh, it'll become very expensive, I would imagine, for some people. But uh, on that yeah. note, yeah, thank you very much. It's been great to, to chat about Kingdom, Norman. Thanks. Yes, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Cheers.